Yeah, I'm not sure you're talking in the top of the mic. Let just me, let yeah, me. make it lower because you're short. Yeah, like that. <laughs> just so just make it um, perpendicular Play to your mouth. Strength. Like if it was, <laughs> she's gonna say something really sexual. I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I did not say perpendicular to your mouth. Like oh. if it was a dick. That was no. perpend. Just act like it's it's a Tuesday. <laughs> it is a Tuesday. You don't need to do it any of this. It is a Tuesday. So just the club behave. On a Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to PH Dam, the podcast for damned PhD students, those who wish to become damned PhD students, and those who are God's favorites because they're not PhD students. <laughs> <laughs> you mean anymore or not at all? No, like. At, at all like at regardless all. okay like if regardless. you are not currently a phd, PhD student, student okay um i feel like we haven't recorded in so long <laughs> we haven't yes yeah we, oh, it, it feels been very so strange long. yes does it yeah it feels so strange for me and i'm so ready to sleep and we haven't uh, we have missed a Wake week up. and haven't told anyone and no one noticed so <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys Why are we, here? <laughs> we actually have things to do <laughs> it's okay we are busy people so and people are busy people too. Yes, so that's exactly. why they everyone is didn't busy. Notice. That's what I'm going to tell myself so that I can sleep. Well, my narcissist is awake and alive and unhappy. Okay, mental health check, Melissa. Why me? Because you're talking time. already. Oh, okay. It's it's we it's what we do every episode. What you're talking like my flatmate who's just mean? like, oh, I did it last time. It's like you have to keep doing it. No. I, you know, you do. Yeah. We need to talk about your flatmate one time <laughs> no. on this one. Uh, now, living conditions today. Oh, oh. Today, yes. Yeah. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. So yes. much trauma. Mental health. Let's go into it. I am tired. No, I'm going to try and not say tired because we always say tired. So I'm going to try to be yes. like interesting. What are the synonyms of tired? I'm knackered. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm fatigued. Me no, um, <laughs> I thought I thought nobody noticed that. I did notice that. <laughs> I said synonyms. Synonyms. Okay, yeah, you're knackered. <laughs> I feel so weird saying that word. Like when knackered. it comes comes out of my mouth, I feel like. Uh, it, do you feel British? I feel weird. I feel oh. like I shouldn't say that. It sounds why? sexual. I don't know why. Really? Knackered. I'm knackered. Yeah. <laughs> no, it sounds like EastEnders. Oh. Um, yeah, I've got a submission on Thursday. Ooh. I've done the planning. I haven't done the writing, which is my life, to be fair. Ooh. Um, I was supposed to meet Anran at 10. It's now <coughs> one and I still haven't met Anran. <laughs> so that's how my day is. Tell going. everyone why you were supposed to meet her. To study. <laughs> why is that funny? Because it t- you are never there at 10. Like, I don't know if you're... I've ever. S- I was awake at the time as well, and I was 10. ready to leave. 
And then I was like, oh, we'll get into cost of living. But then I was like, oh my God, I have no food and no money for food. So now I have to cook. So I did, I defrosted chicken. <laughs> and then I cooked it. But, but do and you then think, I made noodles. Do you think it's like a true thing that it, the fact that if you cook, you save money anymore in this country? Cause Probably not. Cucumber. Like, okay, we're not going to go into it? it. Okay, yeah, okay. let's let's pass them and the chicken, then let's start yeah, talking. Because cucumbers right okay so that's yeah that's my mental my mental health check is just ridiculous at this point i'm finished <laughs> okay so i'm i think i said that in in another episode that it's already posted because i was listening to it yesterday but basically i have so many things to do but at the same time i'm not doing much mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. those things i'm doing other things mm-hmm. and it just makes me increasingly stressed mm-hmm. about the things that i need to do and that i'm not doing mm-hmm. uh, because we have the confirmation review submission coming up mine is in the end of june and that sounds like there's still some time but there's a lot of things to do that i haven't done so there is no time left yeah. i just need to do them like now but also i'm in this weird mood today so i might be a bit more hyper because i had a meeting from nine till twelve oh. about teaching the course that I have been teaching in and planning for the next year. So I like the fact that they are sort of including us in the planning process, which is really cool. And then we had the PGR forum where basically as PGR students, we tell the the people from our school what issues we have. Mm -hmm. That was really stressful because no one ever talks in these meetings because (laughs) everyone has a lot of issues and they tell them between PGR students, Mm -hmm. but not to the... (laughs) to the directors or mm-hmm. today a lot of other faculty members and i'm not a rep but i always go in this position that i just s- start talking because no one else is talking and then i just say everything does anybody ever follow you and start talking after that um rarely oh, oh so it's just me talking and literally this i hate that this dude mm. today he's like he's like a professor and he's like really well known but mm. he's like completely on the other side of the school than me he was like uh, you talk so much maybe you should stop talking at some oh my point. god and 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 then another professor got up and said actually this is why we're doing this so they talk so le- like it's good that you're talking so they were like arguing between each other about me talking or not because no one else was talking what am i supposed your to your school is wild it is wild there's a lot of wild stories it should be like the office but <laughs> instead the, the school of architecture yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then basically because of that, I just had, I literally, I felt like uh, this boss bitch uh, women in American movies that Mm. have lunch on the go because I was literally holding my tupper with lentils (laughs) and I was eating it while walking from the arts tower to here. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm lost. I don't know what my mental health is. I'm tired and I'm doing too many things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ditto. Pragya. Okay, so I am actually not too bad, um, oh. which is strange, mm. but I think I get uh, my mental health is better when I'm busy rather than when I'm not. Um, okay. Do you know? I like, I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I'm physically, yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't have time to, yeah. I don't have any time to, and like, and now, oh my God, I'm doing, again, like like Lara, I'm doing so many things at the same time. Mm-hmm. And like you too, yeah. We're mm-hmm. all <laughs> kind of doing too many things at the same time. <laughs> I just don't have the time mm-hmm. to be sad or think about being mm-hmm. sad or like think of, or reflect on life or think about like how I have no time, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
who was I talking to the other day? The, the fact that I feel like I'm in a stimulation and things are happening and I just am like finishing one task, next one, one task, yes. next one. And, and they never end. And they never end. Oh. <laughs> I'm not like that. No. Are you not? I don't finish the task. I just go to the next one and then I come back and then I go to the next one. <laughs> so now I have loads of unfinished tasks. I do that too, to be honest. I have loads of to-do lists and then, you know, I check them off and then I have like 10 different ones again. Mm-hmm. And so... So I think that is making me really like pumped in mm-hmm. life and really busy. And there are things that I'm doing which are really exciting mm-hmm. um, and they're not in Sheffield. Um, like I was in Manchester and now I'm going to Newcastle. And so th- I think those give me this sense of like that I'm happy. Just keep mm-hmm. you, you keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if I really am, but... Um, yeah, but I'm sad because uh, Finland lost in Eurovision, so I'm sad about that. But that is not a real issue. Okay, what are we talking today? <coughs> Living, costing, crisis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Big silence. We okay? Do we have like a structure? No, sort we of. don't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, do <laughs> Finest structure yesterday. No, so we did it, kind okay, of, go on. But we'll just, yeah. yeah, I'll just introduce the topic. So basically, uh, we were talking to some of our friends and asking what they would want to um, want us to talk about in our podcast. And one of the things that we keep on hearing is living conditions, money. which include money, mm-hmm. housing, mm-hmm. Um, other bills, electricity, just having a, I don't know, decent life mental health, health, mm-hmm. medicines, I don't know, all of these things. And sort of like as PGRs uh, who live on stipends, which are very fixed, and sometimes you have to do a lot more work uh, to get some extra cash. In a cost of living crisis, it can become really complicated. Uh, not for everyone, but mm-hmm. for most of us. And um, and we're just going to discuss that today. Can I say something? Yes, you? please. I think we need to have a glossary of terms. Mm-hmm. PGR, postgraduate researcher. <laughs> the PhDam oh. glossary. Um, AKA like a PhD student or a master's, what is it, MRES? Master's research mm-hmm. student. Mm-hmm. That's a PGR. Stipend. Some of us are lucky, quote unquote, mm-hmm. That's true. enough to be funded. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're funded, you will get a stipend, which is every quarter of the year. So like every three months, you get like a set amount of money. Like a student loan in the UK, if you live in the UK. But we don't need to pay it back. It's not a loan. Yeah. It's, you it's, don't have to pay yeah, it back. It's a payment, yeah. It's just similar structure in terms of how they pay us. And um, another thing, I wish we spoke to people who... Are self-funded. Yeah, are self-funded and also people in other countries where PhDs are considered a job. Mm-hmm. Just to see like what their experiences are Mm -hmm. so if Mm -hmm. you are any of those people um hit us up babe Mm -hmm. send us a dm i was in this uh like it was a pgr of color international student uh thing for the center yeah the focus group yeah and there were people who are self-funded and um it it was a very interesting sort of um perspective because they were just talking about how their cultural context does not allow them to do 
so-called quote-unquote menial jobs like working in the mm. supermarkets mm-hmm. or something like that so something so they would not ideally want to do that mm-hmm. but then when they apply for other sorts of jobs uh, they don't really get them um, and so they're struggling to have a like because they've the PhD fees for international students are five times the home students. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. They're struggling to obviously pay that and mm. have a like a decent lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not even lifestyle, just life. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, uh, and they were just, yeah, just talking about like how they, they're not being able to mm. do mm-hmm. all of that together along with their PhDs. So it was pretty yeah. sad. I know yeah. a couple self-funded from home. So, like, they're home students, but they're mm-hmm. my friends from home. Mm. Um, and they, wo- like, some of them work full-time. And I'm just like... Mm. Like, they work a full-time mm. job and they do a full-time PhD. And I'm mm. like, I don't know where you have the time to do any of these things. Mm. But then they have to, so... And do you not find the thing about the university not allowing us to work a bit ridiculous? It is obviously. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. okay, before we go to that, just right. a clarification. So we are funded by the ESRC, which is Economic Social Research Council. Uh, uh, yeah, Pragya is funded by the university. Me and my race are funded by the ESRC. But basically the stipends are set by the research councils, by the UKRI, which is the UK Research and Innovation, whatever it's called. Oh, I thought it was Research Institute. Wow. No, I think it's I Research Institute. I no. might be wrong. <laughs> uh, um, no, you're probably right. I know and nothing. so our stipends are fixed. So this is the minimum stipend that every PhD student that is on a stipend in the UK gets, except in London where you get extra money because you're in London. Mm-hmm. So kindly in 22-23 it is Mm -hmm. £17,668 per year which is not taxed so it's uh, the income that comes we don't pay taxes on that and thankfully I don't know if you knew that I think I told Pragya but they're increasing it for next year Around a thousand pounds, which is a big increase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Normally, they just increase 200, 300 pounds. So, mm-hmm. next year it will be 18,622 pounds. Oh, but it was, was it not like, what was it before this year? Like 14? No, no it, it was, was 16,800, 900. Something. No, 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 no. no. It was like 16,000. Like before we asked for the increase. Yeah, I, I'm, not I'm not sure. But, but then we got a 10% increase. But that was also because PGRs had to ask for it. Yeah, yeah, it was not the government like just being mm-hmm. like, oh, we should do this. Yeah, uh, there was like an open letter that was sent <laughs> around the country pretty much mm-hmm. where everyone just signed it and said, hey, we need more money because duh. Mm-hmm. And the government were like, okay. Okay, <laughs> I guess we need more money. Yeah. <laughs> um. That makes it sound like it was significantly easier. No, it was not easier than that, but yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. you get the gist, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So that was just context, so you know how much we get in relation, I don't know, to minimum wage or to other people that are working a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have some added income with respect to the things that you might do in the university Mm -hmm. or outside. Like um, research groups yeah. or teaching work. But they're mm-hmm. not always constant mm-hmm. and they're very um, casualized. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so for example, I'm teaching and some months I get like, I don't know, 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. Last month I got 600 because I just did a lot of shit. Mm. <laughs> so it just depends on how much, yeah. uh, how busy the schedule is in that month. Mm-hmm. I think I actually calculated it and I think for this academic year until now, I have gotten around 
2,500 pounds okay. from teaching, mm. but I teach a lot. Mm. So mm. I teach, we are allowed to work mm -hmm. for a very certain amount of hours each week mm -hmm. from our scholarships. Mm -hmm. And uh, it has to be work that is related with a PhD, so you can't just work in a supermarket for some reason that I do not understand. Mm -hmm. And I'm like basically working that full amount of hours almost. And I just got another 2,500 pounds yeah. for all the months from September until now, basically, yeah. mm. on top of the rest. Yeah. Um, which is, by the way, it sounds a lot, but it's also still very casualized and there is no security or mm -hmm. it's also like, I'm sure I've seen Lara, but I've also seen other people put a lot mm -hmm. more effort into teaching and doing the back end work of it and not being paid enough for the amount of, uh, um, labor that they put into it. It doesn't even sound a lot to be honest. Mm. I think for Lara's situation, probably, like your like living mm -hmm. situation is probably okay, but if you think of like someone who's got things to like, yeah, really like loads of things to pay for, yeah. mm -hmm. like a normal person, like some people get two thousand mm -hmm. as their monthly salary, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah. saying, oh, I got it from September to now is like, yeah, and if you think about it. If you compare my teaching hours mm -hmm. to teaching hours of full-time staff that are lecturers in the university, mm. I might teach more hours than them, mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. many of oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they have other things to do, like okay. uh, they're doing research and they're doing admin. I'm not saying that also they have PhDs and they have experience, etc. Mm -hmm. But I'm teaching as much as any other proper lecturer in my school. Right. Uh, so it is... <laughs> Like if you consider how much the payment is in regards, it's like nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's how capitalism sustains itself. Like it makes the younger, um, more, you know, vulnerable people work. You know, the university is a capitalist structure. It sustains itself on the shoulders and I mean the labor of uh, vulnerable people um, and um, precarious, people. precarious people, people mm -hmm. who would do that amount of job but like not get paid enough and or still have, have social to insurance absolutely. or like a, yeah. like all the other things pensions pensions nothing, yeah, nothing, right? yeah 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 so it's really complicated um that way so how do you feel how does it affect your workload you mean the money that i get not the money just the like the fact do you feel like you need to do this if to you teach? need to teach like obviously i'm not talking necessarily in terms of aspirations because mm -hmm. I feel like if you want to stay in academia, you probably have to do some teaching work. Mm -hmm. But monetarily, like practically, do you feel like you have to do this? No, I do not teach for the money. Okay. When I get a teaching position, I do not think about the money. Right. I want to get paid for the hours that I'm working and I increasingly become more assertive uh, to the people that are hiring me and to my supervisors that... You hire me for so many hours. Mm. This is how many hours I'm working. Mm -hmm. I'm not paid for prep time. Mm -hmm. I will not do extensive prep time mm -hmm. if I'm not paid for it. Mm -hmm. So I'm becoming, but I think it is because I'm already doing this for some time now. Mm -hmm. And there is not a lot of people doing it and having the experience that I have uh, in the school and with the students. Right. So I'm in a position now that I can be a bit more pushing uh, because they... <laughs> 
what are they gonna not hire me and then who's gonna do it there's no one else to do it right mm. <laughs> so i'm i have this sort of a little bit upper hand to be more like yeah i'm not gonna work for four hours extra and you're not mm. gonna pay me that was a hundred pounds that i was gonna mm -hmm. pay for my monthly groceries right i think right now i don't i don't see i i cannot save any money but that's because i'm getting married yeah and as everyone knows weddings are extremely expensive mm -hmm. and me and my partner are both working and our wedding is not paid by any means by any of our family members so right. we are paying everything from our own pocket so basically whatever mm. money we're getting in it goes to our living expenses right. we are pretty frugal so we don't like we travel sometimes we go eat out we, we have some fun we go to the pub but we're not spending any big amount of money on things that we don't need mm -hmm. so all of the money that we're making are just basically going from our bank accounts to the wedding right now mm -hmm. but i think next year where i will not have a wedding <laughs> looming on <laughs> in the end of the year my financial situation will be very different mm. but it's because of the frugality of how we live and it's right. because we grew up poor. I think we have talked about this before on mm. other episodes. So we did. But so we, we grew up not having money to spend. Mm -hmm. So we didn't change our lifestyle. Correct. I mm. mean, I think it's a little bit starting to change now. Mm. So it's like my partner needed to buy a phone. Like two years ago, it would be a conversation of, oh my God, this phone is 50 pounds more expensive. I cannot afford it. Mm. He got a phone that is more expensive than any phone that we had gotten before, just because we feel like we are sort of comfortable because also we have two incomes, right? Mm. I really needed a tablet for my day-to-day -day work as a PhD student. Mm -hmm. And beforehand, I was like, it's not worth it to spend so much money. Like I had this big anxiety on spending like an amount of money <laughs> that is more than 50 pounds on one go for something that is for me, not mm -hmm. for groceries, but for something personal. Right. But now I don't feel that way anymore. So mm. I'm right now more comfortable than I have been ever in my life, but that's because salaries in Cyprus are very low mm. and because my family is not wealthy, so I never had money to spend. Mm. And mm. when I was working in Cyprus, my salary was so low that basically I had nothing left in the end of the month to do anything. So for me, this is right now a lot of money, right. but it's not a lot of money if you regard the situation and the context and the cost of living that we are in right now. Right. That makes sense. Well, I feel like I talked for, for so much. No, no that's fine. But it is the same for me. But you like do, you have a very different perspective because you teach yes. like constantly. And but I don't think mm -hmm. we don't do that. You no. know, I think that's why I also feel like I can spend more money on myself. Mm. because I do the teaching so I'm like okay that I'm do that extra no one is forcing me to do that I really enjoy doing that and mm. I get money for it mm -hmm. so whatever money I get from that in my head it's just purely my money that I can spend mm. on like buying shoes that are more expensive that I would have mm. or getting some jewelry like earrings or like if I wanted really want a dress and I can buy it right mm -hmm. so I feel a bit more better in myself buying things mm -hmm. for myself uh, because I have this extra income, I think if I didn't do the teaching, I wouldn't feel as uh, free to do it. I don't know. No. It just provides me a bit of a like a playing ground, if mm -hmm. you want to say. Yeah. What about nice. you? I think, Pragya, you're more similar, so maybe you should go now. Oh, okay. And yeah. then Marissa should be the contrasting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cost of Marissa crisis. Thank you. Yeah. 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 The comp. <laughs> Um, I feel the same way in the sense that I grew up poor, not poor, not poor in India, 
probably middle class in India, but it's not the same uh, as middle class in same the UK. Same in Cyprus, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was more like we were always taught to n- have like a minimum okay lifestyle and mm. like spend money on good food, uh, nutritious food and like a healthy lifestyle, but never on like expensive things. So I never had... I don't know, <laughs> all the expensive things that people have, especially gadgets or something like that. Never yeah. had any of that while I was growing up. And that's why I don't really get the, um, I don't know, the appeal, appeal of it anymore. Um, but um, when I came here, I, um, yeah, I, at first I thought it was a lot of money. Um, but I think even between last year and this year, Mm-hmm. Things have changed so yes. much. It's so really so much more expensive. Let's talk about the cucumbers. <laughs> They're ninety five p for a single cucumber. Yes, in Lidl. Oh my god, really? Yeah, it was. Cucumbers was are supposed to be forty five to fifty pence. I'm so yes. sorry. Anyway, continue. Yes. Shocking. Um, yeah. So um, I think what like previous year I used to have like a lot of savings. I used to also not have as much i don't know life around me i used to uh, i had a master's to complete which was way more intense and within a short amount of time so i didn't have a lot of things to do but uh, mm. i think this year i'm just i'm trying to sort of not make the phd like an intense experience and i'm trying really hard to um enjoy other things in my life mm. uh, so one of the things that marissa and i do is uh swim together and i think mm-hmm. uh and we pay a lot, a lot of I money for the classes too. yes you should i should really, it's really you don't even pay a lot of money relative relatively we do because no i mean relative to other swimming lessons this is really cheap oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, comparative t- but then but then it shouldn't be that expensive either in in a general mm. scheme of things but it is um but then i want to do that and i want mm-hmm. to spend uh, some time not doing my phd and, and doing other stuff and we go out for dinner and quite go, regularly yes, which is really important for me like absolutely. it's it's like mental health wise like just going out with dinner with my friends or to the pub absolutely. and just chilling for some yeah. hours mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and sharing a meal and chatting it's like one of correct. the most important things so i don't want to stop doing that correct mm-hmm. correct but like the restaurants are getting really expensive correct mm-hmm. and um <laughs> and one of the things that i had to spend money last year which was not last year but end of last year which you can technically think this year was my immigration health surcharge and i spent about like 2600 pounds all from my um, savings and stipend and i think that it was a ridiculous amount of money that i had to pay Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. as an international student and so uh, as an international student and and like there are additional things that we have to pay Mm -hmm. um um, from our stipends and then I have to like I had to shape sh- shape my entire life in according to how much I had spent there mm-hmm. and so I had I couldn't like live my life in, in a more mm-hmm. I don't know normal way I had to continuously think about money and how much I had how much I'm gonna spend on rent this that do you want to oh. mention that friend of not friend um, but acquaintance of yours that is coming Oh yeah, 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 because yeah, that's yeah. an interesting story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could. Yeah. Before you go into that, mm-hmm. I think you need to put into perspective mm-hmm. what that like surcharge that help. What is it called? The health. It's called immigration health surcharge IHS. 
You have to put into perspective what the IHS <laughs> okay. cost was because <laughs> I paid it twice, by the way. Uh, in the sense, when I was uh, the first time I was here and for my masters, right. which is like a so it was a one plus three PhD, mm. but obviously the university didn't know whether I would pass my masters or not. Mm-hmm. So before coming uh, here, I had to pay like seven hundred pounds for a year um, mm-hmm. of my masters, and this money is basically goes to the nhs mm-hmm. and if uh anything glossary <laughs> <laughs> true okay i'm like uh if anything uh goes um uh i don't know uh wrong with me in the sense that i need some health care i would be given that free um from the nhs but i had to pay like 700 pounds which um c- me coming from a relatively um middle class household in India was not that difficult. Also, I had savings from my previous job. And so I could pay that. Um, But then this year, like before I started my PhD, I had to pay £2,500 to be... That's £2,500, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, £2,500 to the IHS, which, by the way, would only get used if I break a leg or mm-hmm. I think if I if something <laughs> ridiculous happens to me uh, and I understand that there should be a cover charge mm-hmm. uh, because of course there are um, I mean I th- it's fair that the NHS would want some amount of money but like a 2,500 pounds for that in one go in I one go yeah you couldn't pay them in installations or something right. in one fucking go you had to pay and it then all. on top of that when you think about it like the stipend that we get for those three months is about like over just over four thousand, right? 000, yeah. yeah. So if you're taking two thousand five hundred off, that leaves yeah. one thousand five hundred. Correct. For you to survive three months, and you have to rent to pay. Yes. You have food. You have yes. bills. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it like, was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, and what's happening right now is that I have a f- acquaintance friend. Uh, acquaintance uh, from India who's coming uh, to study uh, in University of Sheffield. She comes from a lower class household in India Mm. and her parents are not supportive of her. Uh, She basically has to pay her flight tickets, which is not covered uh, as Mm -hmm. a part of your scholarship or stipend. The rent that she has to pay to an accommodation for the first month and the security of uh, that of renting mm-hmm. and the immigration health surcharge and the visa fees, which would come together to almost like four thousand pounds ish. Um, so much. It yes. is. It is a lot of money. And what I'm trying to do now is basically ask um, um, the departments if they can by somehow ask the university to cover it, or if there are funds that she can apply for. Because, honestly, it, it's kind of ridiculous to think um, that someone has to pay so much money mm. to I just think, be here. Yeah, I think the issue is that, that in a way, there is this conception that all international students that are coming have a lot of money. Yeah. And they don't need help. Yeah. But it's such a shame because it really stops even people that are getting a scholarship to do yeah. their PhDs, mm-hmm. which is extremely hard to get as an international student. Yeah. And they go through it and they manage to get it. And then I'm sure that there's people that cannot come or that get into really bad situations of getting loans in their home countries that are 
taking a lot from them. There should be a system, even as a short loan from the university, to be able to pay these things up front. Or even the university should pay some mm-hmm. of this money. The university should pay. Yeah. It's, yes. It's completely illogical. You mm-hmm. can't say, we're going to give you money to study. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which inherently means that, well, in my head, I guess, mm-hmm. means they might not have had that money to study. So we're going to give you the money mm-hmm. so you have the opportunity mm-hmm. to study here. Mm-hmm. But then you're not going to help them actually realize the opportunity to study Mm -hmm. like it makes no sense to me like if a person says i can't afford like i literally won't be able to do my phd Mm -hmm. if i can't pay for x y and z Mm -hmm. and you're literally saying we're going to give you money to do your phd then why would you not give them the extra money yeah to be able to do their phd and a lot of universities do a lot of universities actually pay for the flights uh and the the scholarship comes with yeah they should that amount of money we should put this into some pgr um forum or something yeah Mm. discuss it with the union perhaps or stuff like that because i think it's a very very important thing Mm. that should be discussed more. and it's not like she's going for a holiday it's like she has to come here to no, study like, in your fucking yes. university like you can't you can't pay that's when ridiculous. people move internationally like um for work mm. like a job i've gotten a job in this country mm. a lot of the time the company will pay for your flight to yes. come yeah. to that place because and, they know and resettle- they call it resettlement something yeah they, they give you a, a package of money that is basically mm. for your first deposit for your rent until mm-hmm. you get paid for your flights even for your right. family many times to resettle to the new country exactly. because they value and they see you as a person that they need in mm. their whatever they're investing in mm. in a way mm-hmm. right? exactly yes. so i don't understand why it wouldn't be the case for a phd student yeah. because we're considered students and not staff until yeah. we're ready I to be considered staff or until i'm i'm teaching more than the staff exactly the accountability <laughs> or to from the students to the university mm-hmm. is huge because you have to act like a staff and make sure that you're not doing anything unethical you're not doing Mm -hmm. anything and you're submitting Mm -hmm. things and you're like completing this and that and 100 different bureaucratic things Mm -hmm. but there is no accountability from the university Mm -hmm. from the university towards the students Mm -hmm. that they should be also taking care Mm -hmm. of these people Mm -hmm. because you're making them work this research Mm -hmm. you're gonna tell that the university owns this research Mm -hmm. And you're just like treating them as like students. Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's oh, I don't want to. Yeah, we do like pretty much the same thing as like a salaried employee here. Mm-hmm. We teach, we research, mm-hmm. we go to conferences and showcase that research. Correct. We do all and things. represent the university. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but we're only but we're students when. You know, when the time comes to have rights. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went on a rant, yes. but Marissa. Um, what is the Marisa crisis? I Explain. love that we're still on money and that, like, we have not been able to go past money. Yeah, money. Okay. Are the same thing. Ma- money is important. <laughs> it is. I mean, that's so yeah. central. That's what I'm, that, yeah, like, realizing. Okay. So, <laughs> background. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're talking about how we grew up poor, rich, sure. whatever. If you want to, you don't have to. But. Sure. Okay. I grew up poor, but I think the difference between me and you guys mm-hmm. is that, like, I was like, oh, I'm doing without. Like, everybody has this stuff and I don't. Mm-hmm. So I want this stuff. Okay. Whereas you guys are like, oh, I don't have this stuff. I'm just going to acclimatize to that. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, one day I'll get this stuff. And yeah, so, I want everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what happened. And I think, um, well, I spoke about this before, but I worked for six years before, seven years 
before I just started my um, PhD. So I was very used to a certain way of living because I earned about like three or four times more than what we get now. Mm. Okay. So I'm very like, huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is different. Also, when I did my undergrad, um, that was the last full-time education I was in. I always worked okay. during mm-hmm. my undergrad. So I had student loan, which was a very similar price to the stipend. It was 3000 something. Um, and I had a student like grant because I was from a low income household. Mm. So they gave you like an extra 1000 something a year. And I worked the whole time because I know like how I want to live mm-hmm. and I know how I want to spend my money. So I was like, okay, I need to top up on top of this. So I've always worked while studying. Um, and it was just like in a shop, like I was just working retail. So I wasn't earning like, so much money every month it was like an extra three four hundred it depended like an extra 200 to an extra thousand depending on how much i worked Mm. that month um yeah then when i did my master's which was part-time i worked while i was here doing the one of the one plus three i worked the whole time Mm. and up until january i also worked i'm so used to working (laughs) and having money because i'm like if i want money then i just need to go get some money so i'll just go get the money (laughs) And so now, um, because the PhD is taking so much time of my life, I haven't worked in the last, since January. And I'm like, no, I don't like this. This is not good. <laughs> like, cucumbers are 95p. And now I'm like, how would I spend the 95p? <laughs> I get that. Like, we should, for the social media, we should make a little uh, cucumber 95p. <laughs> <laughs> Why are cucumbers ninety five p? Cucumbers are like my favorite vegetable, right? How dare they? They're fruit, aren't they? No, they're vegetable. Okay, it's not good getting to that place. Okay, I like cucumbers so <laughs> as a true so Cypriot, good. but good cucumbers. All I got the baby ones because they were eighty nine p. Those um, are better. Not eighty nine p, eighty five p. So I saved five p. <laughs> no, ten p. Was it ninety five? Yeah, it was. I saved ten p. Um. You also returned your shoes, which I'm so proud of. I returned a pair of shoes today. I'm so proud. I so can't. I'm going to get my refund. Um, I don't and have money for wisely. lunch. <laughs> yes. This um, is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, oh guys. Like, it shouldn't be like this. Mm-hmm. Like, you should uh, supposed to contain a good lifestyle. Mm-hmm. The lifestyle that you, you need. Sugar and yeah. No, or just like at least let me work. Or mommy or anybody. Why don't you let me work? I don't understand why they don't let us work. Why don't they let us work? So that's why I kind of just think, worked regardless. No, I was like, I want my money. But I think that's not the solution. For me, it is like, it's uh, the fact that we should prioritize our PhDs is a good thing. Then you would have more time and mm-hmm. um, to work and Money. Yes, right. that is my problem. That today. is my I'm problem. So sorry. <laughs> that is my problem. The fact that they don't recognize the amount of time and um, labor that goes into doing a PhD. It's I do, I work at random times and sometimes even like ten to fifteen hours a day, which is like why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to. That's the thing. Like last supervision. Um, we had our biannual review. So it's only Ooh. our department, I've realised. Yeah, we don't do that. Yeah, that's so strange um, to me. Thank God we don't do that. Yeah, every six months, we just review, are we like on track? Do we think we're going <laughs> to submit 
in the next what is it three years submit our thesis thesis theses if we're gonna submit on time basically like finish the phd on time and one of my big feedbacks of like I was going to say negative feedback, but it wasn't necessarily negative, but just like areas of improvement, mm-hmm. I guess, was that I do too much. Like I do too much stuff outside of my actual project, which is um, pushing my confirmation review, which did we explain? We explained what that yes. was. Just go, yeah. Go back to whatever episode we said that. Um, I'm pushing my confirmation review forward because I'm doing so many other things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were just like, relax, focus on the reason you're here, which is your project they're right i am doing too much other stuff and my focus is everywhere but my projects at this point but at the same time some of the stuff i felt like i had to do because i was being paid for those things so like (laughs) do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. working events um what have we done we've done loads of just little stuff where we've just gotten paid like little bits of money here Mm -hmm. and there and it's like, yes, I want to go to Lara's wedding. Cyprus flights are ridiculous right now for some ungodly reason. Yes. I need to afford to pay it and I'm not paying it with my stipend. Like I've I've got things I want to do and I still want to live my life. And I don't want to sit here waiting for my PhD to finish before I live the life that I want to live. So. But you know what the issue is, right? Mm-hmm. I had this debate with one of my supervisors one day. Um, Basically, it's not. It's not you just doing it for the money because in the end of the three, four years that we all graduate, we mm-hmm. all have a PhD degree, like if we graduate, right? Yeah. But our CVs, yeah. like if we all have a PhD degree, it doesn't really matter. Your CV is going to show uh, the things that you did, the extra teaching, mm-hmm. the conferences that you went to, mm-hmm. the workshops that you organized, the reading groups that you were in, the research groups, all of these things are really important to our development both in our PhD because they offer us with a lot of information and knowledge and exchange opportunities Mm -hmm. but also for our professional development and I'm sorry but that's why we're doing the PhDs mostly right so if we don't do these things and we focus on our PhD and we just finish in three years then we are in a very um I don't know how you say it like in a lesser position than other people that did them automatically yeah that's such a I I know, but it is how it is. It is it's how not it, like it's I, so agree, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree yeah. with this, but it we is live how in, it is. We live in a very competitive world mm-hmm. where of obviously like 50 years back, not so many people had a PhD degree. And now a lot of people are getting PhD degrees, even like people who are so rich and can mm-hmm. afford a PhD degree by themselves can get a PhD degree and you can be on the same you know um, I mean we do know someone like as, um, yeah that. but let's not say names but I'm not going to uh, <laughs> can okay. you have to cut this off by the Why? way no just leave yeah. it there I don't care yeah <laughs> I can't tell it to their face Ooh. who are we talking about you know who we're talking about <laughs> should I say it and cut yeah, the we'll name cut out? It out yeah beep oh <laughs> Okay, you should just beep the name beep. and then just have Pragas oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, so what I was trying to say is that, yes, we live in a very competitive world and like we need to do f- this for our CVs. But then as someone who's always been very academic and mm-hmm. sees the potential for good research, mm-hmm. I just think that all of these things can r- reduce that potential and can make you feel 
I mean, at sometimes it can increase and give you more perspectives, but mm-hmm. I would imagine that you might be more exhausted and you would not have enough space to think critically, write um, critically and you know, you don't, <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. I just you know what? Like yeah. I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like there is a limit and a line that you put and this is too yeah. much and I I cannot do any more things yeah. and you have to say no to things. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, mm-hmm. if I did not go to the reading groups that I'm going in mm-hmm. and if I did not interact with the people that I'm interacting outside of my personal PhD project and also outside of my teaching responsibilities, mm-hmm. my PhD would be much worse. Okay. Mm. Because I think the moments that I'm at a training workshop and there's someone talking, like the ethics workshop that we yeah. talked about, mm-hmm. or we're in a reading group and we have like a very heated discussion mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm. theory or something, that's the moments where things that have to do with my PhD start like materializing right. uh, in mm-hmm. my head. They are like, oh my God, this is so related. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I don't need to do that reading on my own or I don't th- need to think about those things on my own. Right. And for me, it also offers this collective experience that I'm really mm. missing doing my PhD like yeah. in the masters I see you every day would be together in a classroom would have together sessions that we are working on things together and discussing mm. things mm. and it's a very lonely time to do your PhD mm-hmm. so I think for me it is a very positive thing but mm. there is a line that we have to draw and I need to learn how to say no no to things yeah. more uh, but they are very useful for me. Also, potential I, differs from person to person. Mm-hmm. I would also imagine that. For me, like, the amount of work that you do, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous for me to think that I can do that and my PhD at the same time. But you say that you can manage both. It's because least. I don't do much on my PhD. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, to be, to be honest, I could be working much more on my PhD. Mm. And I don't, but somehow everyone seems to be okay with the amount of work that I'm producing. So I'm like, whatever, mm. this is it for now. And next year I will do less things and I will work more right. because I will have actual like interviews to do and like mm. things to do, right? Now I'm just like, I think it's that one plus three also kind of makes that more because right. we did this already last year and now we're doing it again, basically the same right. thing over again. So I'm mm. just like, I'm so tired of this. Mm-hmm. I'm just spending the time that I need to do what they need me to do mm. to get through the confirmation review and also to develop my project like I want it to be developed and then I do other things. Right. Because if I was just doing the PhD right now, I, would, I, I wouldn't I would be okay. I think I would be, I'll be freaking bored. out bored. Yeah. yeah. I get bored really easily. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I don't. No, I like, love it. I'm, I kind of agree with you both. Um, I agree with us both twins. <laughs> I just see it as, like, when my supervisor said I do too much, like, they went wrong. I do too much. Mm-hmm. Like, I do everything. Um, and I don't do it because of, com- like, to have a good CV. Mm-hmm. I do things because I'm like, that looks interesting and I want to do it. And I also do other things because I'm like, I want the money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm yeah. doing things for different motives. Mm-hmm. And then I just end up doing everything. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I think... There is a limit to how much I should do because it does take away from my PhD work, which Mm. is why I'm now not doing my confirmation review early, which was kind of the point of the master's. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it on time. Like I'm doing it when it was intended to be done Mm. because I'm doing other things. Um, And I haven't focused on my project. But at the same time, doing all the other things, I find that yeah i get ideas for my phd i start critiquing my ideas that i already had mm-hmm. um talking to other people understanding their perspectives it might not even be something that's directly related to my work mm-hmm. but it's something that i can see in my work if that makes sense yeah um 
and think, oh, how do I apply this to the projects that I've got going on, stuff like that. Um, so I I kind of see the benefit in going to things and I also see the benefit in not going to things. And mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure that out now. Like, what do I go to and what do I not go to? My supervisor's actually told me um, that I should ask them for permission every time now that I want to oh, go to something. <laughs> just like it's kind of like you know when intense you know like you're my mom and i need to ask (laughs) mom can i go to i don't know to training workshop (laughs) they know if i do it myself i'll just get overwhelmed so they're like it's kind of like you know when you say when people say what would jesus do it's like what will my supervisors do but my supervisor said the same thing uh long time back actually (laughs) because i was doing an internship which had nothing to do with my phd uh, but i really enjoyed it and it was a lot of money but um (laughs) but uh, but one of the things that i think she says and it makes sense in my head but i don't know how to apply it in my real life because she knows that we all the Mm -hmm. three of us who are supervised by her are going through like cost of living problems and mm. like our stipends are not enough and we were looking for other things to do uh, especially um, my other uh, supervisory sisters and um, she says this that I should be doing mental work just on my PhD but I could think about physical work but uh, that's the problem they don't allow us to do work that is not related to mm-hmm. our phd Correct. yeah right yeah. so if i could perhaps if i could go just work in a supermarket mm-hmm. like part-time mm-hmm. in the afternoons or in the weekends mm-hmm. i might not do that but as someone else like you might just want to work retail for some hours and get the extra money why do i need to think more about the things that i'm thinking Correct. already yeah. like just let me do those six or eight hours mm-hmm. a week that you let me do but yeah. in whatever i wanted to do it i don't know mm-hmm. like <laughs> I'm just devious with it. I'll do it regardless. Just not tell them. Yeah, that yeah. a lot of Which people I do think that. Most people would do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like if I needed the money, I'm not gonna sit and wait for people mm-hmm. to give me permission mm-hmm. and be writing a list as to why working in Correct. Tesco's is is good for my being. <laughs> 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 I don't care. <laughs> like, because it lets me survive. In the community. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if I die, then who's gonna do my PhD? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh um, my god, this is ridiculous, guys. Um, but. Yeah, yeah, no, but we talked about money uh, and we don't have a lot of time. Uh, we I just have like 15 minutes. Yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah, 15 minutes. So, yeah. No, but we don't have time for or recording. For oh, yes. yeah. So, um, I don't know. There are so many other aspects, but... Um, I mean, we wanted to talk about some living situation stories. Mm-hmm. Housing, yeah. Housing. Yeah. I don't know now if we have time or we should I just do know. another episode about yeah, housing. Probably um, we should. Would we have a whole episode's worth of stuff about housing? I mean, have I mean, you, you seen the amount would. of drama? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but we I'm can kidding. just maybe yeah. mention our housing situation. I yeah. think so. A- and then Pragya can say one or two stories about her yeah, housing yeah, yeah, yeah. and living conditions. That's so interesting. I feel like, like we could all say one or two stories about housing. I also think that that happened yes. to me because I I am easily scammed and very gullible. Oh, yeah, let's go to, to that <laughs> Let's let's move on to that. Um, <laughs> no, you guys should talk yeah. about your housing situation. Okay, we'll briefly talk about ours. Um, what do you want to know? Like what we? I really, yeah. I really find the fact that you are empowered enough to choose that you don't want to live with other people. Oh yeah, really cool. And that's how that sh- it should be. That some people, if they don't want to live with other people, they should be able to afford housing. But right. I think here it's like if you want to live al- not just here also in india actually mm-hmm. but if you want to live alone it's more expensive um than li- sharing a 
house with other people. Yeah, so I live alone. I live in a studio. It's so expensive because all bills are included as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I chose that on purpose because we're in a cost of living crisis and all the energy bills were going up. So mm-hmm. I was like, like I was thinking of living by myself in just like a normal flat or living by myself in student accommodation. And then when I saw all bills, I was like, student accommodation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is also like a big driver for me working when I got here was that because I quit my job just before we started the masters, and I didn't work until the January. Mm-hmm. of the masters mm-hmm. um and the reason i went back to working was because all the money i saved because i didn't even intend to get on a phd th- that year mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. so i'd only saved like a little bit well a few thousand and i spent it all on rent and then i was like oh okay i have no <laughs> money left <laughs> what's going on um so i quickly got a job because i feel like living in a studio by myself is not something that my stipend can really cover. Like it takes off right. more than half of my stipend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and um, ideally, it should be one third of your of your income. Money, yes. Right. That your end should take up one third. So of it takes income. like sixty percent or something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, working just made sense to me in that respect. And I'm not the type of person who would be like oh, let me be frugal because I've got this amount of mm-hmm. money. I'm very like, no, I'm going to do what I want. What makes me happy right now? So what makes me happy right now is not living, living with, other, with people. other people because I would go insane if I was doing my PhD and living with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have lived with others. I have many stories about that, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into, mm-hmm. but they involve birds. <laughs> and no, like, so yeah, oh, wow. that's my living situation. Okay. Can we know about it on in, in the pub? Yeah, sure. Yes, okay. okay. So I live in a house that me and my pr- partner privately rent. It is uh, quite cheap for ha- current housing prices in Sheffield, but it is because it's a very old house that has a lot of issues and it's <laughs> really far away from the city center. It is quite right. So I had to make a similar decision with Marissa. I want mm. to live with my partner and we want to live on our own. I hope so. We want to, ha- I <laughs> mean, getting married. yes, I'm but kidding. I mean, I'm kidding. I don't want a house share with other people, yeah, right? right? I cannot do that. I'm too old for yeah. that. I cannot deal with that right. at all. I also, after COVID, because I lived in Sheffield throughout COVID and we lived in a small flat in the city center, I understood that I need a garden for my mental health i need to have somewhere to put my feet on the ground like that's the expression we say in cyprus (laughs) and i need to be able to touch plants and plant things outside in the gardens it's it's a decision that we took to go farther out of the city center and go through a very hard mentally and physical process of finding a house Mm. in our budget and in the requirements that we wanted and giving up the commuting part of it right but it's okay and the house is fine our rent increases every year by a lot, really? which is really sad. Yes, yeah, he just increases every year. Uh, he just increases our rent, but it also means that we pay rent. We also need to pay council tax because my partner mm. is working. We need to pay uh, electricity and gas that is going up and up. So we have a fucking smart meter that Ugh. my partner keeps turning around because he gets anxiety <laughs> looking at the price mm-hmm. of it. So oh. we need to think about all these other small things that if you i if i could afford not to think about them mm-hmm. <laughs> in my everyday life i would be so much less stressed yeah. mm. uh, or if i could afford to live somewhere that has proper public transport connections at least yeah. or that i could walk from but it is what it is for now and it's okay and our house is nice and i 
we put a lot of money and care and love into it to thrift furniture and, and make it, it make it really be beautiful. like a place that we want to be in because mm. that's really important for me if i go home and i don't feel like it's my home Correct. i cannot i can i can't rest mm-hmm. and i will use that as a switch towards pragya that took a long time to figure that out oh my god yeah <laughs> so i'm i'm not i'm not <laughs> like either of you at all like i feel like i don't know exactly what i want and i'm very easily convinced you are I'm like very gullible. i'm so sorry but you need if you're moving again yeah. and you're going to viewings yeah. you need to let me know and yeah. i should come to the viewings with you yeah. bring an advocate B- yeah. bring an advocate or an adult <laughs> to yeah. accompany you to your how viewings? can you not know what you want you know how you want to live like no. in an ideal world no, no but right? she the, just the, gets so stressed yeah. that in the moment she yeah. just says yes to yeah, the first yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that it's okay. Yeah, you're yeah. right because yeah. I remember she was looking, and then I was like, "Oh, like, have you? Like, yeah, do you need? What hair? are you looking at next?" And she was like, "I have somewhere." And I was like, "How? <laughs> like, we just..." And she didn't think about this. it, right? So you no, didn't I even didn't check the yeah. public transport connections yeah. or if there is a supermarket close to yeah. you what? or how good the area is. She just said yeah. yes. I get what? <laughs> I just say yes. Anxiety. No, but I know why you're doing it. <laughs> no, I'm very no, but I am very anxious. Um, and like for me, all of this is too much. Like too much for me, mm-hmm. and I can't make decisions by myself. It's one of the things I can't do. Um, and no, the fact that. What I wanted to say was that I'd love the fact that you know that you want to stay by yourself. And mm-hmm. Lara knows that she needs a garden for her mental health. Mm-hmm. I do not know what I need. But all I know that I need to feel like myself. Mm. And now that can mean so many things. And I think in Sheffield, I felt that even before in certain places that I've... But I've moved at least three times now or four, wow. I don't know. In a year uh, and a half. In a year and a half. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Some of them were wow. intentional and some of them weren't. But... Um, well, they were all pretty intentional. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. But no, then... Actually, the, this is the fourth place that you are in. Yes. Yes. And... Um, Jesus Christ. And I think... Uh, I think one of the things that I really will be working towards with mm. the center is to create like a start of equity and inclusion yeah, create a starter pack for international students right because mm-hmm. i think that it's very easy to scam us that way mm-hmm. i was living in a property uh, very near to the university where most university students live with three other international students you mean the private accommodation no no, not the, the one that I was the, the the one that I was living before this. Okay, yes, I was living with these three um, international students and me, and we were all getting scammed at the same time um, because they yeah because I told you that mm-hmm. there was uh, a cost of uh, the the there was a there was a amount that we had to stick to with respect to our bills and then mm-hmm. our landlady would never tell us how much we've spent mm-hmm. and uh she, and then when i told her that i'm going to leave and i cannot live in a very cold moldy house that's when she was like oh no 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 you can actually spend more you haven't spent so much in the summer so you can actually do it so that's when she said something like that so and then the other three people they continued living like that with like a one hour or two hour of heating per day in that fucking cold weather. And I don't know if they still do, but I think it's also because they are international students mm-hmm. and that they don't have that. Sort of empowerment. Like, like yeah. 
knowledge, yes. information. Yes. I think if you're ignorant to everything, you just don't question anything. Probably. It's also a mentality thing. It is also a mentality thing. It's also like. I don't know. I do. I was just. I. I. It wasn't even like I was in a really bad mental uh, health uh, place. I was fine, and I could have just like left that place way before than I mm-hmm. had. Um, and I only realized that I was living in such a horrible situation when I went to Manchester and then lived in my friend's place, which is a very nice place. It was well heated and everything was really nice mm. and, and then she I called me guys <laughs> I called her and she was almost crying no I was crying she was crying okay you were <laughs> crying and she was like oh my god now I understand why that house is so bad because yeah. it's the first time that like in months that I haven't been freezing yeah. oh that house yes. that house was so cold yeah. oh my like, Jesus oh my god. Christ <laughs> it was so like, cold god we were one day me and Marissa just visited Pragia and we made dumplings <laughs> and then we were sitting in the living room and eating mm-hmm. and it was so cold that we were like shattering and freezing and we were wearing sweaters and wearing and sweaters and blankets and everything <laughs> I can't even remember if I took my shoes off I think I did I think I kept my coat on I kept yeah, something like, on. Like we were in a cold and, and like sweaters in the living room yeah. eating and freezing. Yeah. And then her uh, flatmates had an argument. Like Oh, that was so shiny. It about was, heating. Yes. It was about in heating. In front of us, which was very yeah. weird. Anyway. Anyway. So the, uh, the moral of the story is that I think it's uh, that landlords are horrible people, landladies. Oh, yeah, 100%. Not, uh, they're, yes. they're, they're, they're fucking pests um and pigs are nice pigs are police police are pigs uh but um but i also think that that there are ways that people can actually make um housing situation for students better Mm. the university can do it but i don't know that there isn't enough communication between the university and the community Mm-hmm. And to ensure that people are living, there should be a space where you can go and complain. When I said that uh, there was mold in my room, and I told my landlady that she should not, um, you know, rent it out to someone else, mm. she didn't give a fuck about it. And I said that okay, then I have to report. To there this. is places to complain. It's yes. just about awareness. There's like specific yeah, you don't know places about you can it. complain about mold. Okay. The problem is that there is the infrastructure and there right. is laws that protect tenants, right? right? Yeah. A lot in the UK. Right. Mm-hmm. But the point is that as an international student, you don't know yeah. this. Right. So yeah. I was forced to know these things because I'd been here for almost like four years mm-hmm. now and I moved to different places and mm-hmm. I had issues with agencies and landlords mm-hmm. so I went in and I read everything and I there is like uh, charities and everything that help you with these things mm-hmm. but you need to have the time and you need to know that these things exist because yeah. these things don't exist in our countries right. yeah. so yeah. we don't know even yeah. that it's a possibility right yeah. to, to yeah. get help from someone yeah. even then you don't even know like I know a lot of home students who don't mm. know this yes. stuff you only oh. know this stuff when you're in the situation you mm. have to know the stuff right. yeah. but like, if home students don't even know, international students mm-hmm. are definitely not going to know. Right. Just a tip for anyone listening that has any issues. Mm-hmm. Reddit is very useful. That's like, true. I'm not even joking. Like, if you have an issue, there is a subreddit for it. Mm-hmm. And just ask, and people will help you. Correct. And they will they will not tell you what to do, but they will guide you to the right resource. Yeah. And so many times I was in bad situations, and I just went on Reddit and some amazing human somewhere in the world 
help me mm-hmm. <laughs> to get out of the bad situation that I was in. So there is communities and your university should have yeah. support. They should have a housing support. So you have issues and also legal support. You can yeah. get advice from your students union. That's what I was saying, that the university can mediate it too. It exists. You can go to the students really? union. Yes. Oh. And, and talk about it with idea. them. And also there is a, a fund if you are in a very bad financial uh, situation. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. There is always an emergency fund yes. that you can apply for. Yeah. Uh, and you might have to give the money back, but at least you have some money for, mm-hmm. for an emergency if something has happened. Mm-hmm. So there is the resources. And there's always an answer to your problem, probably. You just need to ask. There's also <laughs> citizens' advice period. Yes. Which is obviously UK specific, but um, it's a it's a specific body that's made for problems like this, mm-hmm. where you can go and see like, if I have mold, whose fault is it? Who's liable? What do mm-hmm. I need to do next? Like it literally has all that stuff. And specifically for housing, there is shelter. Yes. Uh, so shelter is a really important resource. So not only they have a website with is amazing. It a yes, they okay. have frequently asked questions that you can go and check and what processes you need to follow, but they also have a phone line and an email mm. address that they respond to. So if you have any housing related issues, and you can't solve them, you can ask for their advice, and it's free. But you don't have Marisol or Lara, which I do. Mm. So. Yes. Well, confession, I have also used Reddit for my problems. Yes. Um, on Am on. I the Asshole subreddit. Oh, really? Yeah. Can I read that? Um, somewhere, no. probably. That's okay. so um, It's about the birds thing, actually. What oh, is wow. it? Okay, just um, say it. We can end with the, the birds. No, no, no. I'll, I will tell oh. you guys okay. in private. But I, it, it was deduced. <laughs> I think I'm not the asshole. I was deduced okay. as not the asshole. Okay, nice. Okay. So that yeah. was good. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, you can feel like it's your problem sometimes and then you need to talk to others and uh, well I fortunately have really good friends who tell me that it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> that if, if it is my, my problem then they would tell me and mm-hmm. then if it is not they would tell me that I should <laughs> yes. uh, do this and do that yes, so I but I think been. in these situations it's about thinking who has the power here yeah. mm-hmm. because if you're renting a house mm-hmm. you need the house mm-hmm. the landlord does not need you because they can't find another tenant yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so it's about understanding the situation that you're in right. and understanding that there should be some legal mm-hmm. resources or laws that support you if you don't yeah. have the power in this like this for both parties but just like yeah don't let people take advantage of you yeah mm-hmm. because you need anything like and if you don't know if you're being taken advantage of google it yes <laughs> I mean, so serious, Google it. Yeah, just Google it or ask okay. on Reddit. First, Google it, and if you don't find a good answer, ask on Reddit. Mm-hmm. That's such a good point to end. Is uh, it? Yeah, because it's so positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Google yeah. the price of cucumbers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what we should end on. <laughs> okay, everyone, it's lovely okay. talking to you. This was really cool, yeah. 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 Um, I'll let um, you guys know when I get my refund. I'm sorry <laughs> if we were downers. <laughs> and get better lunches? I don't know. I don't know. Or are you going to spend it on something else? Um, I don't know. Okay. I have to go to London. Oh. Lush, probably. <laughs> um, no, I've spent my Lush money. Oh, have you? I will okay. spend like a good amount of money in Lush. <laughs> and then that will last me for months. £15 for body. So I paid like 30 something pounds for it. See, I would never but do that. But it lasts me so exactly. long. It lasts exactly. me so long. It's like this big fuck off bottle. But and it lasts me so. But if long. I buy the five pound one too from TK Maxx, it that too lasts me a very long time. With me and soap though, it's very. I'm either gonna get Dove or I'm gonna get Lush. I'm not gonna get anything in between. Okay. I have eczema. I can't just okay. get anything. Okay. Okay. So yeah, 
So Dove is like on my poor days. It's like I can't afford the lash. Okay. And then Lush is like I can afford it and it will last me. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, we need to go. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Bye. 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 Love you. Love you.